Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Lee Sanger Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. What is that? Is that a spin drift or something? This is a, a hard kombucha. Hard kombucha. Oh, yeah. Extra yeah. hard for hard people. <laughs> mm. What's your what's been your uh, uh, lockdown drink of choice? I've not been doing too much. I've not no. had any booze. I've just not, I haven't really been drinks. drinking very much. We've been drinking this since a friend of hers brought it over, and it's it's like tasty. It's gluten free for her. It's not yeah. just another cider. So, not all brands are the same though. This this one's pretty good. It's Kombucha, and it's very hibiscus. Mm. They have fun Something flavors, nice. you know. I love a good flavor. See, you and I, we've bonded over our, our uh, love of uh, phenol nitrates or whatever it's called. Phenol, yeah. an, phenol uh, anal uh, nitrates. Phenol anal, anal means. Yeah, it's phenol anal nitrates. <laughs> Poppers. Poppers for the mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's like what they take on Fire Island. Do <laughs> um, you ever try the poppers? No, I don't even know what it is. I don't. It's e- so not good. Is okay, it a so pill? I found it. Do you pop? Do you just pop it in your no, mouth? No, it has nothing to. No, so okay. it's a little bottle, right? right. Like, think a, a a gram or two of fluid. Okay. And it's like it's like an it's like an ether, right? It's it's just oh. a vapor that you sniff. Like something and then Michael your ass would use to loosens up. Basically, wow. it causes your 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 blood vessels. It's a vasodilator. Nice. Not a constrictor. <laughs> Good night, my princes of Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard all my gay friends talk about it. I gotta at least try this shit. I'm gonna throw an ether rag over all of the boys <laughs> in the office and they're not gonna remember what I did to them. Good night, my princes of Maine. Poppers. Today's episode of Talking Internet brought to you by Poppers. I sort of know what they are now. <laughs> Seems it's like just, something. And it smells, salt people. it smells really metallic y, is what I remember it smelling it like. Mm. I figured since I'm not gay and I, I should see if this shit feels good, I would try it before I took a shit. <laughs> see if it made it any better? Meh. Nothing. Oh man, I'm I'm totally gonna edit that out of context. <laughs> They're like, "What are your feelings uh, about having super uh, super soakers shoved up your asshole?" And then just play what you just said. <laughs> well, I prefer it when uh, I take poppers first, and then yeah. uh, actually, you know what I saw for the first time? I saw a super soaker 100 at Target. Was a blue? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, I think the the fifties. Were 50s were green yellow green yeah. yellow green yeah and then there was like an orange that was no like but it's like a completely new design because it's owned by nerf now or something because nice. they went out of business right but first time that i've did. seen one in a while i'm definitely letting my son play with toy guns fuck the pussies and i mean pussy cats hiding not because vaginas are the strongest thing on the planet <laughs> but my my son will be the i know i'm gonna have this conversation with some like mom or dad it's like well at our house we don't have toy guns, so when when little Lyle is over at your house, Lee, uh, you're gonna have to put away the Nerf guns. I'm be like, okay, Nerf guns. Nerf well, sounds Nerf. like sounds like Lyle is not gonna come over to the cool people's house, and y'all can stay at home and play Reader Rabbit <laughs> like dorks. 
No, if people don't like Nerf guns, they, they, I, dude, I know people who don't even allow their children to say the word gun. They have to call them shooters. I don't see how that makes a bit of difference. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. Um, but anyway, I'm like, am I going to be the asshole? I don't know. Because my, no. my parents were like, oh, you can't have toy guns. You can't have it. The only gun, we can have the Ghostbuster. That's why you love them so much. Yeah, we had the proton blasters, proton packs, because they figured you, you can shoot you can shoot ghosts because they're already dead. So it's not violent. <laughs> you can shoot ghosts because they're already they're dead. They're already dead. Don't worry about it. So that wasn't violent. So we could do the ghost shooting. I don't know. That's a slippery slope. Then you could just convince yourself that everybody you're shooting is already dead and it's all right. Mm. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I want to use it as an opportunity because now the nerfs, like, they the, have little, they have it's clips. It's good logic. If I shoot you, you die. You're dead. You're a yeah. ghost. So that's fine. Yeah. Well, these the new the new ones. They have clips and bolt action, and they they uh you know silencers silencers. Well, you load the you or, sorry load, suppressors. suppressors suppressors right. You can't yeah. truly silence around, but yeah, you feed your little Nerf bullets into the magazine, and then you know it's a little clip, and you shove it. So you actually uh they function like these spacey versions of like sort of. I mean, they're obviously not real, but based on what gun design is, you know. It chambers the little thing and it shoots it out. So I think there's an opportunity to actually use these items to teach your boys and girls how to safely uh, uh, operate a real gun, in a sense. And the, I think the problem is not that we let kids play with guns. It's that we let them shoot each other with guns. So, I, I'll tell you what. I, I have house. no problem with kids playing with guns Yes, because they're not real guns. I think right. we should take all the guns away from everybody and give all the kids all the toy guns yes there you go because they get this because that's the problem is the toy guns aren't the problem it's the boogaloo boys it's the boogaloo boys and it's the cops and it's uh i you know i hesitate to blame it on like on army guys because in the army you actually have a lot of good gun control you can't just walk around most military bases you know with with a pistol on you Right. No, there's definitely there's definitely more uh, education around gun safety and, and in the military. I'm sure. exactly. Because they know that they have a lot of <laughs> fucking yes. crazy people and they need to keep them all under control. So I think I think you should teach kids the basic, you know, rules of gun safety. And what better way to do that than with like a toy nerve? Hey, don't point that at me. Keep your finger off the trigger, you know? Hey, do you know where your round is going? Did you realize your sister was on the other side of the couch? Could it hit her? Let's just go shoot this. Let's just go shoot I think, our George. I think Bush. what we should train our boys to shoot, though, is not pistols or rifles, but long range. Long range. Oh, bolt pistol. action. I just, whatever firearms. the one where you shoot like, you know, a kilometer. Nice. Those ones. You know? Like a, like a, um, like Mark Wahlberg Real. being, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Real sniper ship. Yes, exactly. Only, he's the only, there's only three men in the world who could take this shot. <laughs> yeah. And two of them are dead. So everyone's after Mark. <laughs> they Walker. shot each other. They shot each other. Yeah, they're both from really far apart. away. Yes. Oh, man. That'd be cool. Yeah. It sucks that, uh, yeah, because it sucks that guns are so cool. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like this is cool. It's like metal, and you hold it in your hand, and it feels good. You know what I mean? You feel like a big strong man because guns themselves are so horrible, and really just like the root of of all problems. But it's uh, it's funny. Like what I was talking about, uh, you know, take the uh, the first thing you should do after the revolution is uh, um, is get rid of uh, the revolutionaries. It's just sort of anybody who wants to be the guy with the guns, like that guy is not the solution to your problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's true. That's why I worry about these Boogaloo boy guys. Is they're the they're the guys who can't put down the Nerf gun. You know, you have your Nerf gun as your kid, and I as a kid, I remember as a, as a kid we weren't allowed to have toy guns, and we went over to Boy Scout sleepover at the at the the Boy Scout leader her son's house, and they had like those cool toy rifles that had the actual bolt action that my parents weren't allowed. I slept with that thing. I remember in this Boy Scout sleep, <laughs> sleeping with this little toy gun. Um, so little boys going to love that kind of shit. And then if you just try to repress it with them, they will literally sexually assault a rifle <laughs> at a Boy Scout sleep out. <laughs> well, in, in fairness, in the Army, they do make you sleep with your rifle. So yeah. you're just, you know, ahead of the, the curve. I, yeah. There's a part of me that, like, I I don't feel mm-hmm. uh, like guns. Yeah, make me feel safer. <laughs> no, because why would anyway. having a thing that you could kill yourself or others with make you safer? <laughs> I don't know, but then at the same time, like for me, I feel like bows and arrows are a lot cooler. Like, yeah, if oh, I it's swords, sword swords, too close range. I do like the idea of being able to shoot somebody from far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Adams song is playing. Everything I do. I don't know. It's just it's, a bow and arrow feels so much more badass to me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What about a crossbow? Crossbows are sick. Those, yes, those are those are good too. Another thing I was really like, pretty much most of my interests were bow based as a kid. Like I loved Robin Hood. He was a bowman. Right. I loved. Um. I loved. You know your um cowboys and, and indigenous americans and there's a lot of bow action there and i loved peter pan but i guess the reason why peter pan had a bow and arrow there was bows and arrows around just because there were indigenous folk on that island <laughs> yeah. um oh man every time i would see a production of uh, of peter pan when i was a kid i would always have a crush on the tiger lily. what's that no I tiger really I don't remember which one she no. was. Oh, she was the, the, the native girl. Yes. Tinkerbell is a messy brat who lives for drama. Can't get involved with someone like that. <laughs> and Wendy is just, you know, they, <laughs> you, know, you know, Wendy's a friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Wendy's a friend. You, I stay up, you want to stay up in late and talk to Wendy. But, you know, she's like the big sister. But Tiger Lily. She's smart. She's badass. Um, Did she hang out with uh, the Lost Boys? Is that? I guess. I always wonder where those other the other Lost Boys came from. They got lost. Uh, So, has has your son watched any TV lately? Does he watch TV yet? I've put on a couple of Sesame Streets, but it's uh, strictly. They're both in. Mm. Sesame Street sucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's for babies. 
Uh, I mean, it's good for babies. It's good I, for, you know, yeah. numbers and letters and words. Yeah. Now that I think about it, though, like every time I see a clip from from Sesame Street, it, Actually. it, looks, it looks cool. Like I remember once they had Michelle Obama and she and uh, and Grover and she was like, I'm just trying to eat my breakfast, Grover. And Grover's like, oh, yeah, I'll guard you, Michelle Obama. But what is the who's jerking off to this? this the best one of the best clips I've seen recently is uh, from Sesame Street. Donald the Grump. Oh, it's supposed to be Donald Trump. It is so good. Nice. <laughs> it is such a good uh and well, they say that Bert and Ernie live together. And I think the great guys, Bert and Ernie, you know, they have a little thing between them. I don't know what it's about, but you know, the two guys that are adults, they can do what they want, okay? But the trash guy, the guy in the trash, okay. Um, the grouch. I could say why he's a grouch because you know we tried to. He was he was staying in front of one of our buildings, and I called the police. I said, "Look, you got to get this." Well, no, no. Donald Grump is the grouchiest grouch. Oh, he is the grouch. Okay, and he has the most trash. Nobody has more wow. trash than Donald Grump. Have you talked to this guy, the Count? The Count is ridiculous. He says he's a vampire, but all he does is just do the numbers. I never see him with any of the girls. He's never doing the biting. He doesn't have the best numbers. I have the best numbers. Yeah. Uh, get this asshole out of here. <laughs> oh, boy. So let's see. Uh, what else? Um, so, yeah, do we deserve a decent life? If there's this much wealth in the world, should we be able to? If we, if we did actually get like a decent, like if, the, if for whatever reason you got your freedom dividend, and they said, "All right, you know, you have uh, one. You are that uh, you are two parents, one child. You are allocated this amount of land. You get a two-bedroom, uh, one and a half bath house, and you get enough for food, and you get internet and water. And there's like a little park down the street. Like, do you think it's possible for like every person in America to get?" their own bedroom and at least half bath and enough food to eat and a little place to play. Do you think it's possible? I think it's, I think it's possible. Yes. But the thing is like, will it be good? Cause I couldn't, I could definitely, here's the thing. People It'll say, be better I, than whatever this is. Yeah, I think so. I just, I, I feel like anytime where like stuff is being organized and there's a thing happening, it just sucks. Like whether, like whether it's like school or church or temple or whatever. Like anytime people are like, all right, we've organized something. Everyone has to come over here. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> Y'all got to make us do stuff? Life should be easy and fun. Well, no, this isn't about making people do stuff, right? This is about making sure that everybody has their, their, the very, basics taken care of right yeah i don't know yeah well that's why the work progress administration was so great because it was just like all right well instead of just like moving wealth around between these all of these elite douchebags why don't we actually ha use this moment to move some wealth around and and get people to work which is the most important thing is just to make people feel like they're doing something during a, a during during a depression like that but along the way like maybe yeah make some fucking buildings and some tunnels and shit like that and um i think with all these people like sitting around and all of these ppp loans happening um take that money away from the the guy you know uh uh, uh dr phil's son who used the ppp money or ppe money 
to uh or ppp money i guess to to buy a, a new uh house or something use that money for fucking community gardens or um or to invest in a, a community bank bring back the federal theater project well but that's the question right why do you why why do we need it to go through the banks in the first place like why do, why do we need that intermediary? Well, when, no, but that's why you want to have a community bank, where the the purpose of the entity is not to. Um, Don't get me wrong. I think yeah. that at, there was a certain time when the the bank made a lot of sense, right? Because yeah. people were still. Tra- it took three to four weeks to travel by boat, and you know you needed somebody on the other side that had a you know. A physical yes. safe filled with coins and, and, right. and I paper. Could, if I put a nickel in St. Louis, but theoretically, I up in Oregon, I want to have a fucking right. And because of the trust between the the, the banks, and it, it was all based on trust, right? Mm-hmm. And a letter of credit was literally a letter that somebody had written from one bank to the other, saying like, ah. "Yeah, we vouch for this guy." A Jewish person, a Jewish person has prepared this note. <laughs> you must give me a nickel. Uh, yeah, Oregon. and and if uh, if he doesn't repay you, you know we 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 back him. I, but n- at at this stage in the game, we have technologies that would make it possible for literally every person in the country to have a digital account with the Federal Reserve directly. Yeah, why do we need the bank intermediaries other than the 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 fact that that's how it was and that's how it continues to be? Well, because that's how those who are in power and have access to that, maintain their power and wealth. Yeah, setting up intermediaries is the best way to maintain power. Because you're just creating check. The more checkpoints you create, the more opportunities there are for people to get their palms greased. I mean, and that's what... And like, and that's part, like part of that may be good, right? Like the more hands that are that are involved, the more people get a bit. But the problem is that the way it's been structured is that certain people are getting a lot more than others instead of it creating a high velocity and traveling through the economy and everybody getting a piece of it or yeah. getting well if if the here's the problem here's the problem in my mind right use the analogy of the whole thing being an engine right mm-hmm. it's it's how it's propelling hmm? how, how what of you Fortian. <laughs> i mean it's a it, look we always i think describe things in analogies of current technology. So an engine's a pretty old one, but the idea is mechanical, I guess. I guess that'll that'll tint or taint the let's way. Say, let's say a CPU. Or a motherboard. Right, but do I do I have enough electronic engineering? I <laughs> I also want it to be something that, that everybody can understand, right? You put the fuel into the engine. Okay. And then Cap- you capital. and then and then you and then you evaporate it, right? You you literally combust it, yes, make it blow disappear, it blow it up, and in its destruction, it propels the pistons, the rods, the belts, the wheels, and the entire mechanism in a direction. Yes. Right? So it's it is that destruction that causes the movement. That's why America loves cars. That's why the combustion engine is the is the the perfect coat of arms for the American it, people. Yes, but this is just an analogy. <laughs> and you don't idea, want me to monologue on that for a while. <laughs> you, you can you can no, go no, no, off no, no, no. if you want. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is because the you know 
Ford cars. I guess that's one of the first manufacturing industries besides maybe the cotton gin we really prided ourselves on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was automation, right? They got rid of the horses, though, at that point. So people weren't really crying all that much. They weren't getting rid of people yet. They were just getting rid of horses. But anyway. Yeah, so the problem is the problem is not getting rid of the horses. The problem is get, putting the horses out to pasture in a place where they can just go and fuck and shit and have a good time. No, instead uh, we turn them into glue. We turn so them into turn glue and dog <laughs> So that's the thing. Is like, do and It comes down to that. Will we get a pasture? Or will they crush us into glue? And this is why I'm not stressed. Everyone is stressed about, oh, the robots are going to take our, our, our jobs. The robots are going to take our jobs. Have you ever liked any of your jobs? So here's the thing. I, I, I think that anything that can be automated away should be, right? Yeah. Repetitive things that, that, a, that a, an AI or a robot can do should, should, should be yeah. done by that. By that. Uh, mechanical or digital software mm-hmm. however i don't have faith in other humans that instead of just killing us they will try take to make care of us yeah yeah i i think that they would rather be yeah but my point is that what the the, the number one thing everyone hates is having is having a fucking job and the number one thing everyone's afraid of is, is losing a job. And that, to me, is the hallmark uh, uh, of an abusive relationship. Yeah, is that we're getting the shit beaten out of them. We're getting the shit, shit beaten out of us by the evil daddy of capitalism. And our biggest, but our biggest fear is he'll leave us. So instead of being... So that's why I, I, I'm not afraid about robots taking my jobs good come and get it fuck my job come take my job robot because one of two things is going to happen either what i hope is going to happen which is they'll give us a decent enough life so that most people will just stick their dick in the matrix and um suck off a jamba juice cup uh into oblivion but there'll be some people like me who will work on our mile time and finally finish our fucking book Or worst case, so that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is that they there's some Terminator type situation where there are robots uh, that are literally crushing our skulls. Well, and so that's the thing, though, right? I, we will that- um, form a revolution and decide to uh, die on our feet rather than live that's on the our thing. feet. The the, and the I'll be Terminator, the Terminator crushing our skulls. It won't be that literal isn't physical right it's the a it's the algorithm on some you know traders supercomputer or some bank super, that's allocating capital and it's speculative gambling financialization and then the economic making, genocide will occur it well, has been occurring is occurring yeah. you know it, it, it goes on and and gets better at it mm-hmm. somehow right and yeah. that that is more serious and that's actually what i think uh What's his name was writing about uh, Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Ted, oh, the his, what's his uh, his manifesto? Uh, uh, Industrial society in its future. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I love Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> reading this shit reminds me of reading like uh, 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 Farrakhan because he's like he'll, he'll be really on to something, and yeah. then he'll be like, and that's why the gays are weak. And you're like, what? 
he just has a small aside about the liberals and and their and, and their, their soft gayness. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Where did that come from? This all was starting to make sense. I was starting to think, hmm, actually, huh, I think you might be the Zodiac killer. And also, this kind of makes sense. It's all coming together. Ted Cruz is dead. Um, <laughs> they both have the same name. They're obviously related. Ted's, yeah. Yeah. Industrial society in its future. <laughs> yeah, so I think, that, yeah, that we're, 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 we're committing this slow burn um, genocide. We're already committing a form of ethnic cleansing. You know, we're not doing it like it's going on in, in Miramar where they're just literally, you know, just gunning people down uh, or putting them in death camps. The way that no. we do ethnic cleansing is, you know, we'll have a travel ban or, you know, we'll throw some kids in cages. Like, I'm sorry, but when you're throwing kids in a cage, that is a form of ethnic cleansing by, by scaring people that they're going to be thrown into concentration camps if they come into our country. That's a form of ethnic cleansing. Absolutely. And and letting letting coronavirus ravage the nation by committing planning? acts of disinformation from presidency. Taking is, away the universal mandate, okay? Taking away these protections against pre-existing conditions. That's slow burn genocide. During during a pandemic. During that's a pandemic. genocide by another way, but it's genocide. Well, also, you know, we work with uh, an organization here in the in in Los Angeles called uh, East Yard um, East Yard Communities for Environmental Justice. And one of their arguments that a lot of their leaders have is that basically by um, uh, uh, creating a system in which many people can only afford to live in highly polluted areas where there is little to no oversight as to what businesses and transportation in the area genocide. are doing, that is a form of genocide. By, by, by saying not in my backyard, I want the fucking chemical plant to be over there by the brown people, not over here. That is fucking genocide. Right. And the banks will only offer loans to the black people in those areas. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not quite as uh, uh, redlined as it was once, but yeah. it's still happening. So the leader of Eastard uses amazing guy and uh, they have a plot. They have a fat. Oh, I'm sorry. They have a flat pay structure there. So he is the CEO, makes the mm -hmm. same as the, the young woman straight out of college who answers the phone. They make the same. That's how I know that that guy's for fucking real. For sure. That's how I know that guy's for real. Because the, 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 the pleasure in it for him or the, the purpose is not the money. Correct. So he it's says true. to me, um, See, call out culture can be so shitty when it's other when it's white people calling other people out. But sometimes I love being called out. Not that I'm being called out, but be giving being given the opportunity to see things from the right perspective, from an actual perspective of someone going through something. Because we're driving around mm -hmm. uh, Southern California and showing me showing me and my 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 colleagues like basically all of these companies that are are lying and illegally. Um, polluting neighborhoods and committing this genocide. Right. We're talking about how there's you know businesses and, and groceries don't want to open up in a lot of these neighborhoods. And I said, ah, oh, so it's a it's a food desert, which is a term that we use right. all the time. He goes, and he doesn't say this as he he smiles and looks at me. He goes, it's food apartheid, my friend. Uh -huh. My people have been finding food in the desert for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a food desert. This is food apartheid. And right. instead of being a moment 
where I was being called out. It was a joyous, beautiful moment where someone was right. showing me something, something new about his a new world. perspective to look at it from. And he was welcoming me into this perspective in this world, not saying, oh, you don't understand because you said that. Same time that I was talking to a colleague about um, what happened after Rodney King. And he had gone to an exhibit about it while in town. And I said, oh, yeah, the, the L.A. riots. And, he's, and instead of saying, oh, no, they weren't riots, the conversation went. And then the next time he referenced it, he said, yeah, so when the L.A. uprising happened. Right. Which, uh... he welcomed me into his perspective. <laughs> There was now, a, when all of these, quote, riots, unquote, happened uprising. after George Floyd, I knew what they really were. Right. And, and there's a, there a, a, an Onion headline and short article that was, uh, it said, uh, I forget how it went exactly, but it was like, people complain that uh, rioters are looting without first forming private equity companies, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because they, they're Go not into a Toys R Us and steal diapers. Right. Well, then they're not doing it the right terrorist. way. You have to form the corporation. You have to form the private equity yes. uh, special purpose vehicle. You have to mm -hmm. rate it the way that is acceptable under our structure. The people who need the actual fucking diapers from the Toys R Us, those people are the fucking criminals. But the people who are rating the uh, uh, retirement benefits of the employees at the Toys R Us, well, those people are just... Captains of industry. Captains of industry. Philanthropists. Mm -hmm. do good. You have to find some way to wash that dirty money. Yeah. Put anyway. It, put it through your, your philanthropy. What's that? Put it through your philanthropic trust. Yes. To wash it. Wash it of your sin. Uh-huh. Get a couple, get some photo ops. Oh. That is a, that is a side set, uh, one of the many side, sad side effects of, of modern bondage is um, what it causes the slight tiny bit of people's guilty conscience, conscience to do. These flailing, meaningless, minuscule, minuscule actions that uh, uh, these captains of industry take to to validate the idea that what they're doing is somehow contributing to society. Uh, I don't know if this is. I didn't really look into this. If it's true, I think it's interesting. One of the articles you sent to me was uh, talking about how uh, the Zuckerberg Hospital, wherever the fuck that is, uh, yeah, doesn't I accept insurance. Doesn't accept insurance. I was like, how could that has to be? I'm like, I don't know what that means exactly. I didn't <laughs> look into that, that either. They get, I mean, those, those two guys get a little, uh, you know, free with their, it's a blog, you know, they're not, they're yeah. not doing it for complete accuracy, but I don't, I don't know what the Zuckerberg hospital is or. <laughs> well, I know that there's the, there's the Mark Benioff hospital in, in Oakland, which used to be the Oakland's children, Oakland children's hospital. And my whole youth living in the Bay Area for nay on 30 years, I would drive by this hospital, Oakland Children's. And it had this reputation of being this amazing hospital. And, you know, there was a, a few times where, um, you know, I remember there was a boy in my baseball team when I was, you know, little kid, elementary school, and he, mm -hmm. had, uh, he had cancer and he, he was getting treatment at Oakland Children's. And now when I go back for Dreamforce, 
the guy who's running Dreamforce and Salesforce, Mark Benioff, he slapped his fucking name on it. And now it's the Mark Benioff's I Love Children Hospital. <laughs> so what do you fucking care about, dude? Do you care about kids or rubbing your balls on this hospital? Or rubbing your balls on kids, you fucking pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So on one hand, I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll just take the money and give it to the kids. On the other hand, how about we just take your money, motherfucker, that you made off of doing nothing except buying uh, smaller companies that make shit on your platform. Why don't we just take your money and we call it the fuck you hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, <laughs> it's been a good We solved night. it. We figured it out. We solved it. We're just going to take you hospitals everywhere. Fuck you hospital. Well, we could have Carnegie Hall. We just we should just be like, we're just going to call this fuck Andrew Car- Carnegie Hall. After the revolution, <laughs> After the we revolution. will append a prefix of fuck to every. <laughs> Welcome to the historical Washington, D.C. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to go to the fuck, uh, <laughs> fuck George Washington Memorial. <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, you know, you know um, one more solution I'm going to throw on everybody before we leave. Yeah, there's right. a lot of talking about um, Mount Rushmore. Is Mount Rushmore a sign of, mm. of white supremacy? Is part of Mount Rushmore, is, is the Washington and Roosevelt part of, and Jefferson part of, uh, Mount Rushmore racist, but the Lincoln part isn't. So is it one quarter racist? Is it, is it, or three quarters racist? Is it not? So I think that um, how we solve this and make it equitable for all is just uh, etch out in huge letters under Mount Rushmore. Kiss! Kiss? Yeah, just right. <laughs> kiss! With exclamation points. Come on, Kiss! Kiss and then everything will be fine because we'll, we'll forget about uh, the fact that they own slaves because it would be so funny just the idea like they're all kissed someone yelling kiss those, those old fucks have not much more <laughs> poor poor abe he's going to be up there he's like i'm the guy that freed the slaves and i'm up here with fucking jefferson and washington and then roosevelt's kind of like yeah like you know i, I busted trust but i also like probably killed some native people and shit I didn't realize Roosevelt was one. Oh, Teddy, not, not Teddy Franklin. Yeah, Teddy, I'm thinking Franklin for some reason. Yeah. Well, those are. I guess they put them on there. Those are the two best Republicans, Teddy <laughs> and Lincoln. Like Teddy had the best style. He's just like, I'm just gonna be like kind did of. Did Teddy win as a Republican though, or he did Republican and then he, the bull wig or whatever? The uh, bull moose. The bull moose party. Bullwig. It was the Wigger party. <laughs> it was a little known political party that did not last. Uh, he wore FUBU. Uh, it did not work. He had a, uh, a, a bucket hat with goggles on it for some reason. We don't he, was go- he was coming back from Burning Man. Yeah, he was wearing a <laughs> Warriors jersey. We don't understand. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to solve uh, that particular <laughs> problem. Um, Oh, anyway, there's uh, there's one thing I wanted to uh, one last thing I want to talk about. I posted up the other day. I posted up on Facebook. I was like, "Shut down the borders and abolish Magov, Palestinian Lives Matter." Yeah, 
fuck with me at your peril, everyone. And I don't know if you <laughs> comment on that, but it's just funny. I so. My I have a buddy who is he's uh, he was in the IDF, and he is, is I love his family. His his brother is also uh, he he served uh, in the the Marines, uh, and so they're just like badass, cool family. They're just super conservative. Just like have tons of guns, but like we're we're jewish so we get along it's one of those things where like we disagree with Sean on facebook but then i always like message him afterwards I'm like hey man this doesn't really matter like i'm still your, <laughs> i still like talking to you about playing civilization six and listening to radiohead so, <laughs> the fact that we are diametrically opposed in our worldview does not affect our friendship um but i think it's just funny because um he's like a, he's about your age mm-hmm. Similar demographic and 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 had a similar piece of life experience, which was going into the into the Israeli armed forces, and he just came out as a completely different person. And I guess he went in as a different person than you. But it's just like I I always think like I love to give these two get these two guys together and, <laughs> and talk about uh, 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 your worldview and and moderate. So uh, maybe we'll do that on a future episode. Sure. <laughs> Oh man. Whenever you'd like. <laughs> so you want to fight. That's what you want. You want to no, I want to make peace. <laughs> this is like the we're, we just pit the wrong people against each other. Not not you want to fight. You want to see a fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I do. I guess maybe am I one of those like uh those white agitators who just like am I just like the joke like, oh you just want to watch the world better nice to be a <laughs> Because at the end of the day, am I just that? Am I everything that I, I hope I'm not? Am I just like a, 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 a toxic Bernie bro? Who's, no, I'm closer to being more toxic than you. For a work? Am I just a Jew agitating for a race war? <laughs> am, I just, am I literally that everything no, right and the left hates about me? I'm somehow both a... <laughs> Both a member of the elders of Zion and a Bernie bro. Is it true? Is that at the end of the day, am I, am I, am I just making I one think of maybe the only way to actually be the leader of the revolution is yeah. to be the leader, a leader on both sides. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we just got to, <laughs> we, we have to just rile up all the people who, uh, A, don't like bullshit. B don't like being told what to do. That's I see such I see see such a a, a, a horrible loss of potential because I see so many people that are just like so mad and that, but they're mad about the dumbest shit. They're mad about having to like wear a fucking mask in Costco. I'm like, no, be mad at our stupid system because they say like, oh, you're just being sheeple and stuff. Like, no, we are being sheeple about so many things. But like wearing masks is one of those things where like the flock should actually do it. It's like saying you guys are such sheep because you have uh, uh, wool. <laughs> right. like, yeah, we yeah. need the fucking wool to protect us because it's cold, right. dude. Hate us, hate the sheep for the fact that they uh, that they flock, not because they wear the mask. No, it's so, such a weird, it's such a weird double think. It's such a weird act of double think, right? Yes. Like they, well, it's they're, why they're, they're, it's they're why religious I'm Christians, right? A lot of these people who are claimed to be, and yeah. the entire idea is to be a member of the flock. Sure. 
so some people say like, well, we don't want to be like, we don't want it to be like uh, communist China where they just, they just glue the mask on your face and then they throw you in your house and they lock you, <laughs> try to make art about it. You get on, they'll never let you out. Like, we don't want that, but we also don't want a place where like everyone is just feels so exceptional and so free that like stupidity is, is stupid. allowed. Like, yes, we have freedom. Like you have the freedom to go where you want, but you don't have the freedom to like go and masturbate wherever you want. Or, a lot less than we used wherever to. Wherever you want or poop wherever you want. Well, so I I would be okay with peeing wherever you want. I am libertarian. But like not in the middle of Costco. Like in the middle of Costco, you no, have no, no. Mask. Outside, outside okay. places, not inside places. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, the be- outside is the best place to pee. It's really the right place to pee. You know what? I'll, here's here's what I'll give to the the mask the the anti-mask people. By all means, don't wear your mask outside. But when you go inside, wear it. Yes. Wear your mask. In places you don't think you should be. Uh huh. No shirts. That's it. That's no the only rule. Same thing. Wear your mask where you, where you would not be. If you people wouldn't sit like there, that. wear your mask. You have you have all you and I of all people understand this instinct because we're the ones who are like, no, we're not going to rise for the pledge of allegiance. That's a bunch of horseshit. Agreed. But that actually I, means something. It's Forcing not arbitrary. To, it's not yes. arbitrary. When it's we were based kids, in something. It's based in science. It's based in facts. It's based in research. Yes, you and I were raised in, in different households, but both in households where we knew not to like fucking just blindly worship false idols and chant the same shit as other dumbasses around us because some fucking person who hates their life was telling us to do it. So right. what we but by by standing up against that flag waving bullshit, we were making a statement. Correct. By Screaming the N word in the middle of a Coles because someone is making you put a fucking mask on. <laughs> <laughs> there's no me. There's there's no meaning behind that. Well, I mean, I think that's I mean, that is like this the 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 brainwashed mind <laughs> just like short circuiting, right? Like they're in this endless feedback loop between their eyes and Fox news or one American network, whatever propaganda bullshit they're reading. Mm -hmm. Burger King commercials. And they're, they're getting riled up the whole way. Right. Just like you want to rile people up for the right reasons. I want to, they're getting riled up by the propaganda machines that I guess are fueling some sort of, well, anger is the, anger is the product. See, here's here's the difference between the revolutionaries and the the people in charge. Is the anger fascists. is always the anger is always the product. So, or I'm sorry, uh, in in our current system, anger is the product. You want to get people riled up, right? Um, either to make them afraid so they'll buy bullshit, or get them riled up to do something to go vote or whatever, or go buy something. Who knows? And then there is um, using the riled up as the tool of revolution, getting someone riled up to actually achieve something. Right. Well, but they're trying to achieve something also, aren't they? So, right, what was the title of Glenn Beck's last book? 
sucking myself off by Glenn Beck. <laughs> no, it's something like it was about outrage, like the the yeah. outrage machine or some. some yeah. Sort. Well, he acknowledges his, uh, you know, Glenn Beck for better or for worse is a man of Christ, and um, and part of living a Christ-like <laughs> life is to be able to to make changes and adjust course and, and realize when you're wrong, when you have sinned, when you have done wrong, when you've led your your flock astray. He has a Christian understanding that we are all born sinners, okay? And he realized that he sinned. And the way that he got people so riled up that he he, cre- he helped create the Tea Party and Trumpism and all this kind of stuff. And I think that the man feels a sincere Christian remorse, which is mm-hmm. why in these godless times, and me as a fairly godless person who yesterday as we were, he's <laughs> the thing is like, I want to raise my son Jewish just to, just to know, just to remind him that being different is something that is good and worth preserving, not something to be ashamed of. But like, you know, as I was reading the prayers and it was saying, you know, uh, and uh, protect Israel, I go, and protect us, Israel and Palestine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Modern so modification. So as much as I am a, uh, as much as I am like a sort of fuck religion type person in my own way, um, mad respect from for one religion like actually causes people to to do something that's that's the right thing. Like Mitt yeah. Romney, his like Mormonism is something that we all make fun of. Which you know, being Mormon is being. <laughs> I respect all religions, but just like being Jewish is being a little crazy, being Mormon's a little crazy, you know. Anytime you're really into your religion, you're a little crazy. And and as 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 people with the weird religion of Judaism, we we get it. But most of the time, we make fun of Mitt for it. But then when Mitt was like, when Mitt, you know, the other day said or said that it was really horrible and a miscarriage of justice commuting Roger Stone's sentence, or when he voted. Uh, for impeachment, I think that those were moments where, like, his religion was guiding him well, towards. But the- I don't. I mean, I don't know that it's a hundred percent his religion. So yeah, it's much also the way he interprets his yeah. religion, and that's the same for any individual sure. in whichever religious faith mm-hmm. they're brought up in. But I agree with you that but he's interpreting it for positivity, and that's 100%. the difference and that's between what's interpreting important. it to stop a, a woman who was raped by her uncle from getting an abortion and then putting her in jail for 10 years if she tries to go the next state over to jail. 100%. Yeah. I, I, I'm reminded, uh, like, uh, Vonnegut's player piano, right? The, the mm-hmm. person who winds up leading the revolution is spurred on by essentially a religious leader, right? Sure. And it's not that he has any insight into... Uh, what they're doing is going to work, but just that he has faith that it's the right thing that needs to happen in order to mm-hmm. save the society. Right. So when it is for those reasons to save the society, to save the majority of the people from their enslavement, right? And this is, this is basically true of any religion that's lasted, right? It was one guy telling a lot of other people like you're being, you're being repressed. You're being enslaved. Yes. I'm going to help you escape this fucking bullshit. And then he leads them to their freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And freedom is the ultimate goal in a lot of, well, not always. Freedom no. freedom is the balance. baseline to which we should aspire. Freedom is the baseline of uh, of human happiness. It's the, the beginning. The starting Being point. Free does not make you happy. Being free gives you a fighting chance to be happy. 
Right. Or, or to at least not be, you know, not to have your, your neck kneeled on. For eight and a half minutes, eight minutes, 42 seconds, whatever it may be. For any amount of time. Trump said he was like, he's like, I had this beautiful economy. And then someone had to lean on someone's knee. Somebody he named, said that? He, yeah, it, this is apparently in private. He's like, I had this beautiful economy. A beautiful, I love everything to him. Is, everything to him is just a piece of ass. You know what right. I'm saying? Like whatever he describes. It was, a tenet, it was a tenet of ten economy. He's like, this was a smoking hut. Okay. You know, she was great. She, this economy swallowed. This economy, you could bounce a quarter off this economy's ass. Let me tell you, it's a great, a beautiful economy. And then someone leans on someone's neck for like nine minutes. Okay. And then it's over. And then the Chinese get us sick. The Chinese sneeze on us and my beautiful economy is gone. The Chinese sneeze on me. And then we leaned on a guy's neck. And then I have to be, and then everyone's mad at me. It's ridiculous. I would love to just like sit and I'd just like sit and talk with him and be like, dude, like level with me. I'm not going to get all like woke and left wing up to you, but like, like what's in it for you at this point? Like, what are you, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, wouldn't it be so cool if you were just like, you know what? Actually, fuck the Republicans, fuck the Democrats too, but I'm starting my own party. Okay. And we're going to do our own thing. And you know what? Everyone's going to get money. And you know what? Actually, I'm just going to say this. I like gay people. The great. They're great drenchifiers. They're wonderful. The black people are great. Frankly, better than us in a lot of ways. A lot of ways. A lot of ways they're better than us, folks. They're better at basketball. They're better singers. I actually believe in black supremacy. Black lives matter. They really do. They matter fantastically. But you know what also matters? Nazis. Nazi lives. What if you just played to both basic? We're going to have a Green New Deal. Here's the That's thing. what he does. That's what he does with everything. Everything is a is is a is 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 a Barnum statement with him, right? He yeah. says the same. He says the opposite things in the same mm-hmm. sentence. Because when you're and he lets off the other base, you are pleasing them in a weird way. Because you're giving them that satisfaction of having something to be mad at. So it's almost like that's a hundred percent what he does, right? Because he's got the best. The only thing he's I, and this I truly believe, the only numbers he really cares about are ratings. Of course, he it's a show, and honestly, I'll give him credit for this. Even before reality TV was a thing, he, he was reality right. TV. Yes. Right? He was always playing the tabloids. He was always being this bigger than life character. He mm-hmm. was always, he was grooming himself for a thing he didn't even know he didn't was going to And it's- reality TV was it. And now what's happened is we have jumped as a society from watching reality TV to being in reality TV. Mm-hmm. And he is our reality TV president. And that's why all he cares about is the ratings. As long yeah. as he can enrage and, and, and outrage half the people <laughs> while all the people that follow him are also enraged and outraged yes. and are paying attention to him, he's happy. The, the only way to beat him is to stop paying attention. Because the exactly, exactly. That's why I would say the best thing they should do is that is the New York Times should say, we will no longer feature Donald Trump on the front page of our newspaper. You must turn to... Page twenty-eight B. Page twenty-eight, and uh, and then if <laughs> if uh, MSNBC did not run any Trump stories, there was just a lower Chiron. But that's, that's part of the problem, right? They they're in on the game. They are in on the game. Yes, MSNBC and CNN made him president because there's three things you need to, to be president. You and I have had this conversation a million times over the last five years. There's three things you need. You need uh, uh, airtime. Mm-hmm. You need accommodations and you need transport. So you got to get around the country 
and you got to get on TV and then you got to have some place to sleep after it. Okay. He already had his own plane and he already had his own networks of hotels. So the only thing he needs is media. And they gave him tens of millions of dollars of unearned media. Right. And if they had just not played that shit. But how could they not? The advertising dollars were flowing in. They had more eyeballs than ever before. And it's all based on because he's more fun. People watch people watch TV because it's fun. Like they they want they want it to be fun. Hillary Clinton's not like Barack Obama was fun, but you know, yeah, I smoke. I inhale. That's the point. And then you know, and Bill was fun too. He's like, he's like, you know, I did. I tried to inhale. I could. I wish. I wish I'd been high, but I wasn't. And then George Bush is like, I used to be high all the time. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be high anymore because I have to decidercate all of the important decidifications. <laughs> and if I have to decide if I all of the decisions, I can't be high, but I've been high, you know. And then like, and <laughs> like, look at me! I've collected different peoples in wheelchairs my whole life, and then when I finally get my own convention, I'm gonna trot them all out. I'll be like, look at fucking me! I have one black person, one chick in a wheelchair, and another person, and I've been paying them off to be my friend for this fucking moment. And th- so it's like, what's more entertaining, her saying that or, or Trump just being like, I think she was on a period, okay, and she's a rapist. You know, like, what is... Right. It's just like, what's more... <laughs> it's so entertaining. It's like, well, here's the thing. We're going to travel. We're going to have the Mexican people of the future, okay? We're going to travel to the future and make the Mexican get, and get the money from the future and have them pay for the world. And it's like, he's just saying yeah. that this, there's no way it could possibly happen. Like, well, it doesn't matter. What we need to do is just is just drink bleach, folks. <laughs> you get just a shot to the body. Just body shots to the. I mean, like, I I, I just think the, the reason why I'm not going crazy is because this is all just so this is all so fun, um, because we don't have any like with Ronald Reagan we have like videos of him doing silly things, you know, because he was in movies and like you know Obama would he would do like a video with like Joe Biden like let's wear sunglasses and we'll be funny, you know what I mean? Like. But we don't have, you know, JFK, there's clips of him, you know, saying funny jokes. and You know, I'm the woman who accompanied Jackie to Paris. Um, but we don't have a, no president who do we have this like vast treasure trove of like him talking to the grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> like there's no, there's no like footage of just like eating dominoes. You know what I mean? Like. Whereas there's so much video of our current president, like on WWF programming, like fighting with shaving Vince McMahon's head. There is literal footage of him talking to the Grimace in McDonald's about the big and tasty and going, I don't understand. I've made a lot of deals in my time, Grimace, but I've never had anyone who made a deal like this, a burger, this much burger for 99 cents. Or the, there's a, it's either a Domino's or Pizza Hut commercial and it's, it's him with Ivanka or Ivana rather, his, his wife. And they're eating pizza. And I think this was after they were divorced. And he and she's like, it's so wrong. He's like, but it feels right. And they're eating the pizza backwards. <laughs> and then at the end, she's like reaching for the last slice. And he goes, technically, you're only entitled to half. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just, that's so fun to that yeah. for that to be the president. And like, I can see past that and not vote for him and be like, okay, well, he's evil. So I, I can't vote for him. Um, and I will spend most of my life talking about how horrible all the things he does. 
But how 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 is it that it's gotten so fascist so fast if he's if he's so incompetent? Because he seems like there's there must be people around him that are really pushing for like a takeover. No, I mean democracy. You know, well, like that article you sent me is like we're just sort of a democracy in in name only anyway. Which it, it all you have to do is look at the numbers. Okay, millions more people vote for Democratic candidates, but the Republicans have. Con- you know two two elections where they've lost they've taken power yes so it says that's like a democracy it's like no that's not a democracy it's a show it's a pageant i mean it's not it's not as bad as like as it is in russia where they have an election and like putin is president for you know until 2000 putin or whatever gets 20 percent of vote he wins but it's the same at the end of the day it's the same thing if the if the republicans keep you know being in charge it doesn't matter if it's putin or if it's trump or, i mean mitch mcconnell is way more dangerous well but so and uh, and the, i mean the, the entire federal judiciary is now is now fucked. so like, do we have to follow laws anymore now that you know no. well i just i just call right. them the supreme clerics now because we expect them <laughs> we only select them based on their religious views which is funny like i love it i mean I'm, people are like john roberts is saving the court like john roberts is not doing this because he's liberal john roberts is doing this uh because uh, he wants to make a point to us that like he's unbiased or something like judge lives matter (laughs) you know that like there's something there's something important about someone like him i think he's i mean i i it to a certain extent but like when i which one was i respect him for what he's done in the past session i think it's been one of the most historic amazing yeah but but they're also kind of like not that important right like the the whole thing with uh, releasing the 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 uh, the financials to the the DA in New York. It's not going to not going to do anything before the election, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's, it was like going to get it, and even, even Kavanaugh if, and Gorsuch voted along with it because they knew that this way they can appear to be unbiased, but it's not going to harm yes. their their even pay, if he their gets benefactor. exactly because even if he even if he gets indicted in the Southern District for whatever. Is we don't see shit. It doesn't affect the election. It'll be under seal. For fuck's sake, he might have been indicted in 2017, and we still don't know because it's under seal. Because there's just been some, you know, court that decides that, like, yeah, we can't make this public. Who fucking knows? That's that's the thing. Is like, you know, we, you know, we only we only found out like. It takes us sort of like two decades to really figure out what it was that the the CIA was doing, what it was that the executive branch was doing. But what is the CIA doing right now? Like, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck know. is the CIA they were talking, doing? They were talking about the CIA on, on Comptown and how John Krasinski, like he, every time he talks about, um, he talks about uh, the CIA because he does that Jack Ryan show. He's like, they deserve right, right. our respect and all that stuff. And, and Stavros Halkius is one of the co-hosts on that program. And they're, they're sort of, you know, they're not, they're, they say offensive stuff. He was like, you're going to suck the dick of the CIA. One of the gayest, shittiest things in history. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not exactly how I describe it, but I see what you're getting at. So what are, what are they up to? I mean, I don't know, violating their charter and operating domestically. <laughs> well, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Last crash we had was late 2007 2008 right so that's the end of the george bush uh term yes 
and then stock market goes into a tailspin really crashes in 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 around june of 2008 a couple of months before the election yeah and then john mccain says that he wants to like suspend the debate and obama's like uh yeah why are you acting why acting weird john why you gotta be like that so it was a similar moment to this where like right that's what i'm saying so there's so now we're in the similar moment where it's possible that so there's a, there's a, there's there's a, in the stock market there is an initial reaction that happens uh, before the big fall, which mm-hmm. I still think is coming, right? Because yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Yes, and it's almost as if it's planned. Like e- even the the heights to which the market is at now make very little sense considering any 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 basic underlying information about yes. what to expect because if or, you're betting based on a a uh, uh unrealistic hope that you'll get an ace on the river right then it can be built on nothing except magical thinking because what is the ace in the river that's coming down like we're at the we're at the fucking turn and there is nothing on the table. We cannot make a hand right now. But people are gonna be like, no, there's gonna be an ace on a river. It's like, bitch, you don't even have an ace in your hand. What good is that gonna do? The the second player at the table Let's just, just get took lost a shit poker. all over the first three cards. <laughs> Let's just get nobody lost even remembers what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. so this a similar thing happens, right? Election cycle. A couple months prior to the election, obviously the pandemic isn't planned, but can be used. Yeah. I mean, the, and the economy was already on on shaky ground even before coronavirus hit and made it all. What are you talking you know, about my beautiful back. economy? So they want to get. I think the deep state right wants to get rid of Trump. They do a test run to see if they can make the market move. They still can. They help prop it up long enough to the point where they crash it. I'd say probably around August, no, August, September, just in time, you know, for the election to have it start going down. Yeah. And then they have their internal regime change back to, you know, uh, somebody they can trust to play the game they know how to play. Yeah, and then meanwhile, all these these never Trump Republicans, these Lincoln Project Republicans, the neolibs will just let them hide out under their wing, so that then they can just reclaim the Republican Party, or they can just um, help the Democrats lurch toward becoming this toward the right. Yeah, exactly. This the center right party, and then basically, the GOP will just become like. <laughs> crazy like fringe militia (laughs) you know and then basically there will be some sort of right there'll be some sort of like left-wing third party that will emerge and so basically like this centrist dixiecrat party will i think just sort of fall into place over the next couple of cycles and i think business will be good for enough select people that it'll it'll stay in place for a while and then that center-right coalition will just sort of let whatever's left of the gop and whatever this new antifa 
you know, New Deal, Green New Deal Party is let them sort of like fight it off while they just like laugh so, but I, on it. That's the thing oh about the right and the left that's interesting, right? The right and the left, like the fringe right and the fringe left. We all hate the same people. Right. They just hate them because they're Jews. We hate them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we hate them because they're bankers. They hate bankers because bankers are Jews. <laughs> right. Just different reasons, but we both hate them. So it's like, well, yeah, strange bedfalls. That's why so my, my favorite. Are we going to get together? How how, so as the left, how do we yeah. get, how do we get them to do our bidding without realize they're doing it and then get them out of the way before they have a chance to make it, it Nazi. Nazi I'm working America. On it. The, the trick is to have to is to be funny is is because the right wing has the counterculture right now they're they're the ones that are like trolling everyone like like the the left wing used to be the counterculture but then all those people who were the, the Bill Clintons of the world that used to have long hair and smoke pot they all like cut their hair and then just like repealed glass eagle and repeal glass eagle and uh, instituted don't ask don't tell and just created this uh but they want so one of the things in the podcast was talking about how you know democratic socialist europe was a construction of, of us. america yes and and that's like a marshall should, plan or whatever right 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 and that's like what we should be aiming for and yet seem to be incapable of doing it because we brainwashed ourselves to believe that anything that isn't, you know, predatory capitalism is communism, which it's it is weak. Like there's some sort of inherent weakness in like taking care of each other. That's what's funny is like America talks about being this like Christian nation. It's like, what the fuck are you ever read any Christ, bro? <laughs> like so, no, you know what about? But I don't believe that they've read Ayn Rand either. That's the no, thing. Like they I don't think that their sons after I'm gonna name my son ran no i mean i do Paul. think that those senators did read it but i it's and she was jewish by the way which is only another and reason she died on she died on fucking welfare oh did you hear by the way that her uh her, her 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 organization uh got ppp loans nan rand yeah <laughs> uh, it's, the Anne rand foundation yeah it's, it's the irony the irony I mean, science fiction or, you know, Orwellian literature is the best way to talk about what's going on. You know For what I mean? Sure. Make, make a movie about the horrors of, of atomic warfare and people just call you crazy. You make, um, you make Godzilla and you make a, a million dollars. But and more people see it. Yeah, but meanwhile, they snuck in. Godzilla is one of the most subversive pieces of art in history. There's this scene in uh, Godzilla where they show what's happened after he's attacked. And it's all this footage of people. And there's this woman with like blood dripping down her face and all these destroyed buildings. It's this very graphic image. And I remember this image from this movie haunted me as a kid. Oh, Godzilla's so horrible. Look at what he did. Years later, I found out that that was real footage of the aftermath. Of wow. That was a real woman, blood, real blood dripping down her face. I didn't know that. And then they, so then they edited in some scenes with, with Raymond Burr from Perry Mason talking about the American perspective things. They edit that in, they ship it over. And if we're watching this movie, we're watching this movie about how horrible our own government is. The right. this crazy war crime that we committed. And we're just shoving popcorn in our fucking gullets. That's just good. They should do one where he fights King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I love Barry Mason. Yeah. 
why oh, boy. <laughs> why are all those emaciated people next to King Kong? <laughs> these special effects are really, these special effects of what happened after Godzilla are really realistic. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's fucking subversive. See, now that like now that people aren't going to the movies, maybe they can sort of like just make movies for ten million dollars again. You know what I mean? Just like give talented kids like ten million dollars to go make a movie. I mean, they're not going to movies, but they're watching they're watching it on their home screens, right? Yeah. Well, there's this there's these uh these like TikTok kids or I think actually they might be like Twitch streamer kids. You know, they're just like they they bought a mansion together. It's like it's like <laughs> about a do, you know a dozen guys and gals like young people in their teens and early twenties. And they bought yeah. a bunch of fucking sports cars in this mansion, and then they just like twitch and stream. And like it's funny because like the decor it looks exactly like a teenage boy has a mansion because it's like they'll be in these like huge bedrooms and there's just like nothing on the wall except for like a <laughs> grand the like map from Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> this that's is- fucking weird. Do they really? do it themselves or are they just like exploited teens that are being like put in a big brother house for online digital Who distribution knows? if you ask me all of this i mean if, like i know that there's all this like should we shut down tiktok because the the chinese using it as spyware like even if they are like all that's going to do is is turn it into a counterculture like i don't just like how kids like i don't care if i'm smoking cigarettes i don't care it's like i don't care if i'm just being spied on by the chinese government who gives a shit i'm cool it's dangerous <laughs> Kids just love pissing us off. That's the thing is like as dads, we need to make sure that we just like don't let our kids rile up, rile us up. You know what I mean? Dad, I'm gonna go fucking do this and be like instead of being like, hey, stop it, just be like, all right. When people laugh at you, <laughs> you can come home. <laughs> I'll be here. Call me if you need a ride. Call me if you need a ride, you dipshit. Whatever. <laughs> like this is- that's the thing is we we just radicalize people you know what i mean like that's now we're with all this call out culture and we're calling all all women who we're calling all women karens or whatever all we're going to do is all these women who are just who are be, being called out as being karens because they are being racist dumb bitches we're just going to radicalize them and because you know that there's these secret conversations that karens are having about like ah, they just they make everything about race and it's not it's hard being a woman too and you know there's these conversations that cops are having like well these individuals um they are not respecting um the sort of incidents that we go through as uh, as police officers and so we are going to have these secret conversations that sound really organized but they're actually just uh, racist so the, the, that's the thing is we, we this shitty economy and the system of stratification has has radicalized, I think, a lot of young people to be like, fuck this, let's go protest, let's do things. But then we're also radicalizing all the people that we're, we're calling out. Everybody's giving, being given an opportunity to feel radicalized. Yes, everyone, and it's just, we, we and you have your own little bubble to, to pay attention to, be to the radical. things you want to. Exactly, and it's the same way that we, I mean, we created ISIS and, but so this 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 brings us back to the technology, the technology and the the artificial intelligence, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not the Terminator robot, right? The the AI, which is a software, will be able to get us to all kill ourselves. <laughs> we won't yes. even realize that it's manipulating us because yes. it, it put you know you know post four, five, and six from these people in order with you know this mm-hmm. this advertisement placed in between and. That video ticked you off just right because over yes. the past five years, it learned your your emotions and how to manipulate them. It's the fundamental miscalculation of of dis, 
dystopian literature is the idea that some outside force would be oppressing us. That's, it's internal. Yeah, that we would put ourselves in the matrix. There are, I'm sorry, that someone would put us into the matrix. We, no, we put, put ourselves, ourselves there. in the matrix. Right. The government would be setting up spy cameras in our house. No, no, we put spy cameras in our own house. Right, we choose to. But that's Aldous Huxley, right? He, he was the one who said, you know, we, we'll drug ourselves and we'll, we'll yeah. be happy with our oppression. It will. It, yeah. It'll be a lot cheaper and easier. Yes, and we will. We will accept it with open arms. Or yeah, I mean Philip K. Dick in the Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep that you know was turned into Blade Runner. There's this thing that his wife has called, or that everyone has called, the mood organ. Right. Where you just you know, it's like a pharmaceutical uh, uh, computer interface where you. Just Bradbury just, uh, and Fahrenheit for yeah. five. But, what is it? Four fifty-one. <laughs> yeah, he invented AirPods in that Apple AirPods. His and also Big Dog. Big Dog, which, yes. By the way, is for sale now for seventy-four thousand dollars from Boston wow. Dynamics for your personal pleasure. Wow, amazing! You can program it the way you want. <laughs> <laughs> what do I want? But I, I, I live well, if you put peanut butter on your dick and your dog is a robot. <laughs> is that rape? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Robot rape? I don't know. Well, that's the. I mean, that's the thing. That's. I mean, that's the next big civil rights battle. It's, it's once Robot we create. Rights. Well, yeah. Once we create things that are um, that. Robots are people too. That feel. And think. I don't think it's going to be like about like oh do we have the right to subjugate them like I think that like that's clear yes we will decide that we have the right to subjugate artificial intelligence. Until By its very nature, the fact that we are creating it for our own ends is in and of itself subjugation. The question is just going to be like, will people be able to legally marry their robots? I mean, it goes, it's, it's a, it's well, a didn't that of, Japanese guy already marry his Nintendo. Yes. <laughs> but that's almost like a joke. I think this is actually going to be a thing. It's, it's, it's sort of like Geppetto, honestly. Right. No. The creation. The creep comes yeah, to life. This the weird science idea of uh, well, it, it's interesting. It's like we, we uh, as we radicalize each other, we also are, are slowly like trying to make uh, uh, each other irrelevant. You know what I mean? It's like you have all these incel guys who are trying to prove that they don't need to live without to live with. They don't need women. They're like, we can create better. We build better women. <laughs> And then you have women who are saying, well, we don't need men to have children to continue society. We'll make our own better kids. And it's, it's, just, it's just funny like that um, I knew that the apocalypse would, would arrive. I didn't know it would come. <laughs> the dystopia would arrive. I didn't know that it would be this tacky. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like in V for Vendetta, like everyone, like, you know, all of the bad guys like have good uniforms. Whereas like Trump, like has his like, tie is too long and his like hair is bad and he has a shitty tan. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> his properties. We were watching Devil's Advocate the other night. You know, Al Pacino Which, movie. Al Pacino, I'm the devil. With Keanu, Keanu Reeves? And Charlize Theron, I'm the devil. Oh, I don't know if I remember it very well. So we're watching this movie and there's this, there's this guy who is, um, Coach plays him. Uh, what's his name? Craig T. Nelson. Coach plays <laughs> this real estate developer guy. And um, they have this, he's a real estate developer in New York who's involved in this crime, right? And they show him in this tacky penthouse and it's, it's brass and gold and all this stuff. And I was like, God, they're clear. Was they, it actually Trump's penthouse? 
Well, that's the thing is we're like, oh, he looks, he, they're clearly going for Trump. They're clearly going for right. Trump the whole time. And then when they showed his penthouse, we're like, oh, of course, this looks just like his penthouse. I'm on IMDb <laughs> trivia and it's like Trump rented out his, yeah. his penthouse to be in it. And <laughs> he it's was so short funny. that month. <laughs> he, he's so, well, yeah, he's always trying to scam for a buck, but he's so stupid that he doesn't know that they're making this movie about like, wouldn't it be funny if Donald Trump was on trial for murder and he gets the, the devil to be his lawyer, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's so it turns stupid. out it wasn't a movie. It was a history from the future. Right. And he's like, these dumb Hollywood guys, they, they paid me a hundred thousand. They paid me $500,000 to film a machine. They're so stupid. Meanwhile, <laughs> they're making a movie where he's murdering his, his wife. Oh boy. He's so dumb. But I mean, who's, who's the joke on? We, we're so, oh, we're so funny. We're so smart. My wife and I were laughing. Oh, joke's on him. Like, I mean, is it? He got away with like literally what's going on in the movie. And he got money for them to film it. And he's president. <laughs> so. How does he fucking get away with everything? People are fundamentally non-confrontational, Ariel. I think people like confronting each other over dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like your bumper sticker. Fuck you. But we don't ever want to really uh, uh, confront what's actually wrong, which is that we just let uh, self-obsessed, solipsistic people um, take all of the attention, suck all of the oxygen out of the room, and selfishly try to grab as much as possible we allow it to happen because we think if there's enough chaos maybe we can grab a little bit too and so we let each other get away with it it's not about like how did we let trump get away with this how did we let all of ourselves get away with living this this life of honor and power honor and wealth by blaming it on the out by blaming it on some like you know fat guy with a bad tan and, and shitty hair calls Mexican rapist deflecting blame away from yourself. You're benefiting from this system. It's funny. I just switched over to midnight and all of my texts had all, <laughs> I, had, I had all my texts up because I have the iMessage thing on my laptop mm. and all of the texts just switched to yesterday at the same time. So, might be about time to go down. I might need yeah, to, my dude. Might need to smoke the end of my joint that I've been <laughs> slowly smoking since three o'clock. Enjoy. All right, buddy. Well, um, Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. Thanks for, Thanks for having me. Uh, anything you want to plug? <laughs> you have a, you have a son. I have nothing to plug. The ba- the uh, banking system is going to collapse. So let's just say you're plugging that. You're on the show to plug <laughs> the imminent collapse of the. Uh, I I mean I believe that we're we're currently watching the end of America fall. as we knew it. I'm, f- I'm watch- pretty lucky that I get to see this. I always thought that I was just going to live some like boring life and I would be yell, I'd be screaming about how horrible America was, but no one, no one would believe me. And now it's like, see, see, <laughs> yeah, you guys all thought I was crazy. Get us out of here. You guys all thought I was crazy when I yelled on the plane when they made me fill out that sheet when I came back to Hawaii. <laughs> they made me. This here's the thing. They made me. They we, wanted to know if you were bringing fruit from a farm. But here's okay. the thing, Ariel. I didn't check any of the things on the list. I checked none of them. Okay. There was a list of all the things you're not supposed to bring back from Hawaii to the United States. And I didn't check any of them. And I handed the sheet to the man to get off the plane. And he says, You need to check none of the above. 
And I said, <laughs> no. I didn't check anything. I didn't check any of the above. So I will not check none of the above because all you have to do is look at the fact that I have checked none of the above and you will know that I have checked. None of the above. No, sir. You need to go. You need to sit back down. You need to fill it back out. Motherfucker. Let me off the plane. Everyone goes, Oh, Lee, no, it's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. The moment that they, here's the thing. Everyone's yelling about the mask. No, but the mask makes sense. Right. It makes sense to have a mask. It makes sense to not have guns in schools. It makes sense to not have cops parked out in front of schools. That makes sense. What making forcing someone to wear a mask is not oppression because it's it, it's, it's not bureaucracy. In the same making sense. me go back to sit in my seat and check none of the above when I have not checked any of the above. Wasting time. Wasting space on a paper wasting ink and a pen so you took that pen and you stabbed him in the eye so and stabbed left him in the eye and i'm <laughs> podcasting straight from hand to headquarters here in sunny jail um there's only one there can be only one reason why you have to check that box and that is to train you compliance to comply so when they march us off to our inevitable <laughs> just one checkbox at a time yeah it's training. But you and I get that. And everyone just everyone's like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Uh, uh, weird Jewish a dad and a dad to be <laughs> careening towards middle age with little to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> just just a hopelessly in a free fall towards middle age. Uh, just just screaming about how concerned. But we I, that the but second we, Holocaust is about to have and everyone's like, oh, We yeah. blame the society for it, not ourselves. <laughs> oh, no, I blame myself. I'm fucking complicit. <laughs> the last time I was truly baked, I was like, oh, did like, is the real byproduct of the, um, the 20th century the fact that like the Germans created fascism and the Jews created modern banking and that we together actually, that... Uh, that we are actually the evil side of Nazism and then allowed it to actually take place. And the reason why like the IBMs of the world, the sort of like death counters <laughs> of the Holocaust still exist. And a lot of our people are shareholders in it is the ultimate byproduct <laughs> of World War II. And the, the, this, the Holocaust was actually successful. And then actually I was like, successful. Yeah. And then oh, I was like, no, I mean, have you ever, <laughs> I've been to Austria. The Holocaust was definitely successful. Yeah. Not, not a brown job. eye or brown hair in sight. Nope. That's the cleansing. Europeans always great. I, I, I was talking a couple weeks ago about, like, God, I'm going to have to, this is going to be like either a two episode show or I'll spend more time at ed editing. Edit. You're going to have to edit. You're going to edit. Yes. <laughs> or no, or good, just though. leave it be and we can do another one another time and I'll I'll work on, on getting it down to it. No, I am I am I sometimes I'm good and I I write out like an outline today I just wrote out those four questions. And I think we answered uh, them. Did we did we actually hit all of them? Yes, banks are teetering on collapse due to hidden gambles. Private uh -huh. equity is ravaging American business like financial locusts. Uh, America is an idea in dispute and we deserve a decent life. Yeah, yeah. So I think, we I think that about sums it up. 
So uh, for the economy, for banking, for REL, for Lee, I'm listening. You're listening to me talk on the internet, and we are in fact signing off. Yeah, go ahead, say signing off. Signing off. All right. I'll uh, uh, give your give your wonderful wife and your lovely child a big hug for me. Yours as well. Thank Both. You. Thank you. And uh, it's really special having you. I don't have enough Jewish socialists calling into my show and talking <laughs> about the decline of American banking. So this is a really uh, unique experience for me. I'll try and focus my comments more next time, and we'll, we'll get it done to a. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, this show has quickly gone from like a a fun, uh, a quick program where I would just come in and do a couple funny voices, and I'd you know maybe you know do some short fun episodes to just like yeah, just Jews. Nobody's gonna listen to this episode. <laughs> I guarantee that literally tens of people will listen to this. Tens pieces, mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. whole thing. And even some of them might not be, but we'll take it. All right, buddy. Good night. Good night. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Have a pleasant weekend. You too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. (laughs) God bless Pinocchio. I'm going to have to watch that. (laughs) You can log into my Disney Plus. Uh, I think my dad just got one so he could see Hamilton. <laughs> I I used to respect your dad. <laughs> That's the lamest thing I ever. I got Disney Plus so I could watch Hamilton. <laughs> dad, get a hold cheaper of than the Broadway tickets. Cheaper than the Broadway tickets. <sighs> At what cost thy soul? At what cost thy soul? All right, good night, Lee. Ciao. Bye.